everyone. Welcome to another episode of Tours. My name is MJ. I'm Misha. And I'm Anjo. And I will try not to zone out while these two <coughs> nerds go off on our very special episode for today. So much nerd is going to happen and we have so many thoughts about… Do we get a drum roll? Sorry, I tried, I tried, I tried. Maybe Pete yeah, can do did. that. I did. Yeah, this <laughs> like my page flipped the last time we recorded. <laughs> we can't do any pathetic actual Foley sounds here. So we're talking about Zack Snyder's Justice League, aka what? the Snyder Cut. I, I thought you were gonna do. I thought you were gonna do that in slow motion. Oh, Zack Snyder. I don't know. I can't. Sorry. You should have finished it. I was like waiting. I'm trying to think of what obnoxious song choice she could insert also. (laughs) We'll get to that. But yes, this is actually us going full circle. I remember one of our earlier episodes talking about like a whole Zack Snyder retrospective. And we're almost a year into this podcast. And Mm -hmm. we've been excited for the Snyder Cut. Since then, since our like second episode. So full circle, you guys. Absolutely. Yeah, and a wow. big shout out to our friends at Warner Brothers Philippines for giving us early access to the Woo-hoo! film. Thank we you guys. Hear that earlier <laughs> today, it actually crashed um, HBO, HBO Go, Go for a while, you know, uh, where people were just yeah. trying to get into it at 3 p.m. Yep. My friends, I saw posts, Facebook posts of my friends complaining like, Guys, mm-hmm. ang, ganda ng B- ang ganda ng Justice League. Nakikita ko yung ladder lang dito. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like those posts constantly, like every time I scroll, it's like three, four, four posts at the time just saying like HBO Go crashed. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I think that's a good problem to have for HBO Go. It's a good sign. It's a good sign. It absolutely is. is um, of sign. course, in the rest of the world, it's on HBO Max. But here in Southeast Asia, uh, we're on HBO Go. So maybe, I guess, you know, they just weren't ready for it. They weren't expecting it. I don't know. But Probably. either way, it's a good sign. And um, yeah, that's what we're going to do today. We have many, many thoughts. And yes. I am so ready to pry these two apart when they get carried away. I don't think we'll need We'll behave. To. Yeah. <laughs> we, 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 we are good boys. Are yeah, good boys. I'm the nice <laughs> one. <laughs> uh, you the nice one? I am the nice one. Ask anybody. MJ, is he the nice one? Don't ask her. <laughs> you said ask anybody. <laughs> I'm so tired already, but let's get to it. My God. Intro. <laughs> Every single time I try. <laughs> <laughs> So, just a little background. Should I let you nerds take it away now? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's okay. Okay. My God. <laughs> I'm so scared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go, Misha. Back in 2017. Oh, since since yep. the movie was like four hours long, I it, feel like this was, episode was. will be four hours long. We will we'll try, try and not keep to it make under. It that long. Yes, we will. Yes. 358, we're good. Oh, God. Okay. So I back think we'll 20- be fine as long as we don't like Talk like this. Only in action. Sequences. Okay, okay, okay. Let's go. Obnoxious <laughs> folk song here. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Obnoxious folk song. Oh, God. Okay, anyway. 
Okay, 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 okay. Okay, for 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 <laughs> if we haven't lost you yet, let us give you a little synopsis. Okay. So <sighs> back in 2017, Justice League came out and basically everybody hated it, okay? This wasn't like Batman versus Superman where you either loved it or you didn't. Justice League pretty much everybody hated it. Um, Wait, really? B- people love BVS? There are lots of people yes. who like BVS, especially they say that it's made better by the extended cut. Yep. In the case of Justice League though, what we're getting now um is the result of it's not an extended cut. This is like a completely different movie because midway through production of uh of Justice League Uh, Zack Snyder was replaced by Joss Whedon because Zack Snyder had to deal with a personal tragedy in his family. And um, Joss Whedon, who had already directed Avengers 1 and Avengers Age of Ultron, was brought in to try and make Justice League something a little bit more, um, I want to say mainstream. Commercial because friendly. Because of the bad reaction to Batman versus Superman. Mm. Would and commercial friendly be a better term for it? Maybe, yeah. Something that was easier to sell, I guess. Um, So a lot of the things that Snyder had planned um, didn't push through or they weren't used in the film at all. Like 70% of it. Yeah. uh, (laughs) Joss Whedon did like two months of reshoots and, you know, um, he he changed the story around. So a lot of the stuff that Snyder shot never got into the finished film. And (laughs) And we're saying a lot. A lot. A lot. The so movie like, is twice as long as it first came. Uh, twice as long than yeah, when it first came out. Yeah, it's four hours long so, now. You know? <laughs> um, and surprisingly, that's not a bad thing. because, And this is something that fans have been pushing for for the last two, three years. It was hashtag release the Snyder Cut. They, they bought billboards in Times Square. They bought bus ads at San Diego Comic Con. They, they, you know, they were really calling for it. Wow, and Snyder had some rich fans. Mm-hmm. It looks like <laughs> buying so, a billboard for here that. Here we hashtag. are now. Here we are now. It's 2021. Watching blockbuster movies at home is not a weird thing for us anymore. I'm sad to say. And Warner Max, the new streaming platform, decided that one of their first pieces of original content would be Justice League: The Snyder Cut. Yeah. Here we are now. That was already here a mouthful. It really was. <laughs> really long story yes. behind it. But I think that is why it was so highly anticipated. Because, you know, a lot of people clamored for it. And uh, um, I guess the the theatrical release of Justice League was just really that bad. I, mm-hmm. I think it's, I think also it's, it's such a historical cinematic event. If we can still call it a cinematic event. Since we've, you know, it's been released as a, on a streaming platform. Mm-hmm. Um Because it's the first time that a, a studio's caved to the demands of of fans, you know, like you know, this this thing had such a big well, cult following that you know they they decided to just release it in such a short span of time, like three years. That's true, but I, I mean, it's not technically the first time they've done it. Because um, like you know how leaks of test footage of Deadpool got onto the internet, and that's what convinced the studio that okay, that there's a chance this movie might actually make money. Or when people complained about Sonic the Hedgehog's face, but that's that's the thing. Those those things, like with in the case of Deadpool, those were just leaks. they weren't were this just, big. I agree. They weren't yeah, this, this big. This this, this is, is a crazy. movie. This movie was halfway through production, maybe post production, you know, post production even. Yeah. Um, and it was shelved. You know, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. it's been subject to reshoots and recuts and reedits and what whatnot. And then three years later, the original cut. Of you know the original the original story is 
comes out. So it's uh, it's the first of its kind, I think. It, whereas you know, compared to Edgar Wright's Ant Man or, or the Deadpool movie or Sonic that were never scene, shot, that, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly, or that. haven't been released yet. Yes, yes. I mm-hmm. agree. It's this is like a really really big do over, basically, yep. mm-hmm. and it's like seventy uh, million dollars, seventy million dollars. <laughs> and the crazy thing was like. Even the stars themselves were in support of this, which really told you that there was, you know, there was trouble behind the scenes because people like Ben Affleck and Gal Gadot and Ray Fisher, they were all like, hashtag release the Snyder Cut. And, you know, they're supposed to be promoting the movie that came out, but they were calling to release the Snyder Cut. Maybe Whedon was just that big of an asshole too. So I hear, and that's something that just came out in the last few months. Nobody, nobody is more adamant about that than Ray Fisher amongst Everyone in the Justice League um, yeah. cast. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of sad because for years and years, Joss Whedon was a, a, a geek god. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. he directed the Avengers, he created Buffy, Firefly, Dollhouse. It, well, let's it, leave out Dollhouse. But, um, you know, people loved him for being this big feminist pop culture icon. icon. And then it turned out he was not well, a nice well, person. Well. You know, a misogynist, yep. you know, power, power tripping, egomaniac or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And I think one glaring problem with the original or like the theatrical release of Justice League, the first one, was that it was such a glaring difference from what Zack Snyder intended. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Not not just because they're very different directors with different visions, but this was really something meant to be made by Zack Snyder. And it was just changed in so many ways by Joss Whedon, which I guess, you know, caused it to be such a half-baked mess of two different movies trying yeah. to be one. Okay. I agree. I, yeah. Um, okay, where I think I see the, the what the studio wanted in terms of casting Joss Whedon and look and watching um, watching the Snyder Cut and sadly re-watching the 2017 Justice League movie. <laughs> Very sadly. Um, uh, you, see, you see how Joss Whedon tried to rush everything from one action sequence to the next without really telling the story or without really giving um, giving a chance for the story to develop or even the characters to establish themselves in, you know, as compared to the Snyder Cut. And, you know, there was no other bigger victim in this than Ray Fisher's Cyborg, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, um, Cyborg's role was, to be honest, you know, was the heart and soul of this the entire movie. Like, if you right. watch the Snyder Cut, then you watch the Justice League. It, you, it's just so sad to see how how much of his part or how much of the character's part was cut out in the theatrical release. And um, I don't know. It just seemed looking back at it and how much anger that that Ray Fisher has voiced out or frustration he's voiced out against the studio and Joss Whedon. It almost seems spiteful that his roles has been cut or has been diminished into that kind of side character where, you know, he's just this, this basically, basically this iPod type Terminator character thing. And yeah, we'll get to, we'll get to the glaring differences of both cuts in a little bit. We were probably, well, we're probably going to compare anyways, since yeah. the, this is essentially the same movie, but right off the bat, after seeing it, what did you guys think? Or how do you feel about finally seeing this much anticipated Snyder Cut. It's finally here. You saw it. What do you think? <laughs> can, can I be honest? Um, but I think I have to be, right? That's the whole point of this. Well, uh, obviously. <laughs> See, be, he's not I'll, the nice one. I'll be honest now. <laughs> no, no, no. no um, I was not 
excited to see this because mm-hmm. the 2017 version was just so bad, honestly. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking as somebody who's been following these characters my entire life. So, of course, I want to see them in a big, epic, you know, superhero team-up movie. But the 2017 version was just so bad. I I had no hopes for this one. I just figured, you know what? It's cool that they're going to let Zack Snyder finish his movie. It's cool they're going to have his vision on the screen finally. But, you know, I, I don't know if that means necessarily that I will enjoy it. But at least it's out there. And, <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and, and then, like, when, when, when I saw it, I was like, huh, I'm not hating on this. Mm-hmm. In fact, I actually found myself liking it in a lot of places because you finally see things that happened in the, the, the theatrical cut that made no sense then, but now because they have the proper context, that the proper framing and the proper mm-hmm. storyline around them. And it's like, oh, that's what he was trying to do. So for me, that, that was my biggest thing. Uh, I was surprised and I was very, very happy to be surprised that, oh my God, this is the movie that should have come out three years ago. Mm-hmm. Quick anecdote, can I just say? So I was so ready to hate it. I hated the black and white jack-off trailer, which I like to call it. <laughs> jack-off. It really was though. Like, I, I would even remember you messaging us like, I'm so not looking forward to losing four hours of my life. Yeah. So <laughs> I hated that it was four hours long. I hated that fucking three by four aspect ratio. Hallelujah. I, I hated that song. I hated the douchey marketing and Snyder's obvious ego tripping. Mm-hmm. But, I, I was so ready, okay? I was here. These two watched it before me. Yep. And I remember um, telling them, like, don't tell me anything. Don't tell me any of your reactions. I yep. want to judge this as fairly as I can. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, but um, while we were playing Call of Duty, uh, Pash, uh, Andrew's wife, accidentally let it slip that, uh, oh, oh, Andrew really liked it. I was like, damn it. An opinion. <laughs> but then I told myself, ah, but it's Anjo. <laughs> <laughs> It's Anja. He's easy to please with superheroes. So despite yeah. that, I was telling myself like, I'm probably not gonna like it still. Like Misha wasn't dying to tell me his reaction either. So yes, fine. I was. You just told me okay, you fine. said don't. So I, I, I said, okay, fine. <laughs> well, you didn't seem like you were dying. You asked nicely. So <laughs> there's that. <laughs> She was shaking while messaging you that time. So I, I like passed, while, I while he was trying to message Anjo. me nicely. Yeah, but, um, <laughs> Without um, emojis or anything, yeah. Misha must have been shaking. Right? But yeah, I was so eager to hate on it. But I actually, fine, I like it. <laughs> there! I had to like… Bleh, Did that hurt? Like, Did that hurt? Labasa ilong? Well, well, actually, this is, this is a good thing about it. Because we… Actually, honestly, wanted to, it to succeed, but we just felt that it might not. Yes. Uh-oh. Yes. But it, it, yes. It was, uh, to be to be honest, like you already mentioned, I'm so easy to please with superheroes. <laughs> and I you mean, will like, find the silver lining to anything. And not Wonder Woman eighty four. I am uh, so sorry. I did. Did I have a silver lining for that movie? No. Gal Gadot and Chris Pine. Okay, yes. fine. Anybody would say Gal Gadot and Chris Pine. <laughs> That's true. Especially Gal Gadot. Come on. Even you. That's eh. true. See? <laughs> no, that is yeah. very no, but true. This, this movie, like, I gave up on, re- on the release the Snyder Cut movement. Like, eh, it's never going to happen. Big corporate studios never going to release that. That's too much time, too much money mm-hmm. on their hands. Oh, lo and behold, COVID hit. 
streaming yeah. services are you know are the thing now. So oh wait 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 come they DC need fa- content <laughs> they need content come DC <laughs> fandom Zack Snyder is front and center with his mm-hmm. announcement like oh cool so that's happening. I was not excited for it because you know like oh I'm gonna get made fun of by my friends again. <laughs> <laughs> Even us. <laughs> By you. <laughs> um, yep. But that you know, does. like, you know, to, to some extent to voice out other fans' opinions about it. Like some of, you know, I think the release of the Snyder Cut and the reception so far for the Snyder Cut is validation for a lot of the fans out there. Especially the rabid fans. Mm-hmm. Especially Zack Snyder's ego. <laughs> especially Zack Snyder's ego. We're, we're, take, we're, we're, we're not putting him, we're not putting him in the picture because, you, you know, we, we obviously know well, that's true. But then, oh, you know, for the fans, for the fans. Mm-hmm. Like they've been so, you know, like they've gone so far as to buy a billboard just to, you know, let these Hollywood execs see the, you know, see hashtag release the Snyder Cut. Mm-hmm. So can you imagine the validation they felt when the Snyder Cut was announced and when it was released and having good, um, good reviews from critics? And can you believe the amazing trust <clears throat> they have for Zack Snyder despite failing in the Superman movies and BVS. Yeah. Like, that's still a lot of trust to put in someone who hasn't had a really good track record for the DCEU. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, but I, yeah. still, I okay. still see some think pieces that Man of Steel is a good movie. Oh. But, do, but there are, No, no, no. But, no, but, but they have, they post really good arguments for Man of Steel. BVS, the theatrical, not so much. Martha! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you'd, I mean, like, if you'd have to release an extended cut of the movie just to justify the entire movie, then you know you haven't made a good theatrical release. That's true. Right? Yeah, but me, I guess, yes. I appreciate that this cut exists. I'm happy. Mm-hmm. It's not the best super mo- uh, hero movie out there, but I think it did the franchise justice. <clears throat> wink, wink. Wow, I see what you did there. <laughs> Assemble. Oh, wait. No. No! <laughs> Wrong franchise. Wrong franchise. I, I have an honest question. Do you guys think that um, this could have worked if they put it out in 2017 as a four-hour movie? No. No. <laughs> Honestly, a four-hour movie will not work because, you know, you, you know how, how cinemas work. They make money off of the run, uh, how many times they can run a movie. Right, right. So a four-hour movie is not commercially acceptable. I feel like three hours max would have been okay. Yeah, uh, that's pushing it already, actually. You usually have movies that are two and a half, two forty-five. So mm-hmm. three would be like well, pushing be, it already. To be fair, you know, this thing was originally designed to be two parts, like like Harry Potter Seven. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to be the, the you know the ending part one and uh, Justice League part one and part two. But because of the negative reaction to BVS, um, it became just one part, and then all of a sudden it became a Joss Whedon movie. So <laughs> a lot of things that that based. Long story short, that movie that came out in 2017 was in no way what was planned when they were shooting it, and all the stuff that they added on. That's why the stuff that they added on felt added on because it just stuck out like a sore thumb compared to what it, Snyder had already shot. It was just so bad. You, you, you know, um, it's pretty obvious that it was a knee-jerk reaction by Warner Brothers Studios yep. that, mm-hmm. you know, just trying to uh, take advantage of the hype for superhero movies at that time with the success of uh, Marvel. Right. Um, and before anybody bashes us, um, it's not that we're trying to make a Marvel comparison necessarily. It's just that for the longest time, you know, they were the only game in town. Yeah, yeah. Even if we say if it's this is all conjecture, it's pretty obvious what it was. I mean, mm-hmm. like 
Marvel revolutionized the game or, you know, like changed the genre or created the genre altogether. Of course, DC as another big, a rival big studio would, would want to capitalize on that hype. So, you know, they Absolutely. tried to do it with Man of Steel. And, and, and here's the thing. So even if you would argue, like, uh, without Marvel being in the picture, it still stands that the DC Cinematic Universe only had three movies at this point. They only had Man of Steel, Batman vs. Superman, and Wonder Woman. So there was always going to be a lot of groundwork that needed to be laid before you could be properly excited for a Justice League movie. Or at least for non-comic fans to be excited for a Justice League movie. Mm-hmm. And... I guess that's part of the reason that this thing is four hours long because they had so much backstory that they had to lay down. Mm-hmm. Yes. Versus the first Avengers movie. And again, I apologize for making the comparison, but in the first Avengers movie, Loki is stealing, you know, the Tesseract in the first five minutes. And you don't need to explain any of that. Yeah. Okay. So that being said, what can we say now about this whole new direction that Zack Snyder took it? Like how was it executed? Was it better technically? Oh, de- definitely, it was better. Um, you could say that his, you know, every shot that was, you know, that every shot was was shown or was presented in the way it was intended to be. Especially, definitely, especially those that used relied heavily on CG. You could tell. You could tell the difference between his cut and Joss Whedon. It made it feel like such a bigger, grander movie. Mm-hmm. Bigger, Wait. grander, more epic, and it explained a lot. Yes. Not only that, I mean, it wasn't even just the the, the sh- how he shot it and the VFX that the, the original designs he had for the the visual effects, but the scoring. Like, like the first thing I noticed, and Misha Misha would know this because when I was watching this, I had messaged him, "Oh my god, the scoring for this movie is amazing. It sounds so different. It sounds more epic. It sounds grander than what it what first came out. I mean." Junkie XL, the work that Snyder had with Junkie XL was just so amazing, only to be replaced by probably Rush. You know, not that I'm taking 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 away from Danny Elfman, who that who Joss Whedon used for his theatrical cut, but come on, it's Danny Elfman. So the styles are so different. Just I mean, Junkie XL just seemed more visceral in in a way um, when if you mm-hmm. listen to it. It just added more gravitas to the scenes and, and you know, especially the action sequences. Yeah, and I remember… Well, you you also mentioned watching the, the Whedon cut after <sighs> seeing the Snyder cut. I tried to do the same thing. <laughs> wait, wait, Operative sorry. Word, I, I, have to, well, I have to mention this. that I tried watching it too. I attempted. I gave up. So I just played it <laughs> in the background while I was working. To be fair, I didn't have <laughs> enough time to finish it. Or did I just not make the time? Anyway, <laughs> not important. But, <laughs> okay, can but I just say like some? the difference between that score, you could hear it. Like even from the start, Zack yep. Snyder, right off the bat, not just the sound, but the look, the feel of everything is unmistakably Snyder. It's mm-hmm. dark, it's gritty, it's stylized, color grading, high contrast, frame rate. Yeah, we're going to get to the frame rate a lot. <laughs> and oh, from, from oh. the Whedon cut, the shots were brighter, but you know it wasn't what it was meant to be. And yes. the score was just so typical superhero, like high energy. Right. Meanwhile, in Snyder's cut, you start off with these really low, dark, menacing tones like you know that this starts off at a really really dark place mm-hmm. I think and that helps. really set the tone for everything I, I agree with what you said about the scoring um, 
Look, I, I, I love Danny Elfman. He scored, you know, Tim Burton's Batman movies. And the, 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 the big problem with it was um, his style, MJ's absolutely right, does not, did not fit this big grand vision that Zack Snyder had for this, for this movie. And, it, and to add insult to injury, I mean, they were so proud of it. They were so proud in the 2017 version that they used a little bit of John Williams' Superman theme. They used a little bit of Danny Elfman's Batman theme. But it was only like two or three bars from each. So it didn't, most people didn't even notice. But I did it. <laughs> the, the Telling you exactly, now, I did it. Exactly. So like, it, it didn't, it was just, you know, it was just pandering at that point. And it really showed that they just slapped this thing together to get it out by a certain time, by a certain date. This mm-hmm. one feels so much more cohesive. Um, yes, and it's part things. of someone's vision. It's complete. Like even just like for the first minute, you know it's gonna yes. be like a full force. I mean, Snyder. Mm-hmm. Even if I don't entirely agree with parts of that vision, it's fantastic to see it in mm-hmm. its proper context. Like the first few impressions, really, if you've watched everything, like everything just seems to work. The script, the banter of the characters, the, the music score, like everything just seems so. As Misha mentioned, cohesive. Another word I would use is organic. It doesn't yeah. seem like everything, like the way Whedon would do it, like things just tended to clash. Everything just seems like a seemed like a just disjointed mess. You know, like it's just it's just a re- it's really a big thing. And I guess it's a masterclass in 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 much in in a way of how a director's work can affect mm-hmm. the out the final output of sure. um, a movie. I mean, yeah, and it's like I don't. The, really, it's really the douchiness and ego that's like stopping me from fully complimenting this movie. But, <laughs> but really, fine. I will eat my words, but I just gotta say, this is the, you know, this is the work of an auteur. With oh my God. Vision. She said the A word. Wow. Yes. I think that's the first time. I think it's the first time we, the used, first time that we used it properly. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Not just in our title. Wow. Holy but Shit. And I can't believe we're <laughs> using it on Zack fucking Snyder. I hate this. Oh, wow. <laughs> but, you know. Yeah. That was true. a douchey, douche, douchey right. word. Douchey word. It's true. It is true. No, like, true. As, like As much as I hate to be giving him the honor of first time <laughs> saying that on this podcast, it's true. It's re- It really is. You know well, it's fully him. You know what this means, yep. right? We have to watch another Tommy Wiseau movie to show that Tommy Wiseau is on a tour as well. <laughs> no. I hate no. you. but hey you know we're coming up on our first anniversary anything could happen weirder things have happened than Tommy was so so you know like the Snyder Cut and and yeah like again full circle we're just going back to our second episode where we just talk about Zack Snyder so fine 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 okay okay you know what's crazy was so weird Joss Whedon is known uh, you know how Zack Snyder, the auteur, the now auteur <laughs> Zack Snyder, <laughs> the now auteur Zack Snyder is I'm known sorry. for grim, it, dark, for, you know, edgelord, you know, super slow motion, angry stuff. Edgelord auteur. <laughs> wow. And Joss Whedon is known for balancing ensemble casts, ban- good banter, snappy one-liners. The humor was some of the worst parts of the 2017 Justice League. Yep, and it was so out of place. It was he did cringe. Not know how to write it was awkward. It was people like guys. Batman making wisecracks. But here in this one, the Snyder Cut, holy crap! The humor that was originally written 
actually works for this mm-hmm. universe. And that was just shocking to me. I was like, Zack Snyder actually made a movie that's kind of funny and mm-hmm. and you laughed. Shit. Yeah, I laughed. And you laughed. Because yeah. it wasn't Wonder Woman, you know, it wasn't Barry falling into Diana's boobs. I yeah. fucking you know? hate that weed and joke. It's I never understood why that is even funny it, outside romantic comedy context. And and recently it's infuriating. Can I just and recently Ray Fisher pointed out that Whedon just copy pasted that same boob gag. From when Mark Ruffalo fell into Scarlett Johansson's boobs in Age of Ultron. Yep. And for some reason, for, for those who don't know, for some people who don't know, Gal Gadot absolutely refused to film that scene. Right. They used a body My double. My girl. My they, girl. They used a body double in place of her when, when Ezra Miller had to lie down on her boobs. So proud. Oh, yes, man. girl. Yes. And what about how Joss Whedon would shoot up her skirt every chance he got? Yep. <sighs> yep. Yep, Lord. Mm, I mean, you could be, already see in subtle ways how gross he is. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like and like the humor with <sighs> Zack Snyder's cut. It's like it's surprisingly funny, but very dry, very dry kind of humor. It's not like we done, haha, punchline. It's, it's it's not the blatant delivery, yeah, for the sake of making yeah. a joke. It's, I mean, it's, yeah. it's it's situational and it's timed properly. This, I, yep. I'll, I'll say it. It's not a Marvel joke. Yes. Nope. Yeah. I'm glad Which, it's not. You know, for, as for, much as we love those, they don't fit in this universe. Mm-hmm. For okay, for for one thing, as much as Snyder uh, missed the mark on BVS and uh, Man of Steel, Justice League, as a comic book reader, as a comic book fan, really hit the mark in making you feel like this was actually a DC movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, so from a non-comic book reader point of view, that's the vibe I was expecting from these two different universes. I always expected it from the day Zack Snyder started with Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. I expected it that Marvel was the bright, funny, exciting, not that DC's not exciting, but you know what? It's the high energy, fun kind of stuff. And I expected from how it was started. DC was going to be much darker or more serious. Yeah. yeah. And that's well, the that's that already set my expectation as a non-comic book reader like oh okay this is how different these two universes are going to be. <laughs> and despite Man of Steel and BVS not working out, I was expecting that vibe from everything that would follow. Mm-hmm. So, well, Wonder Woman didn't necessarily follow that pattern, but it was okay, but at the same time when Justice League came, I was expecting that dark grit. It did not happen. And it was just like a mess. It really was. Mm-hmm. So I'm just really glad that it went back to it, to its roots, and it completely owned it. But I think something that this this film does, this Snyder Cut does, that Batman vs. Superman did not do, was that… It, it was bearable? Had... <laughs> and I could actually see what was happening? No. Uh... <laughs> No, I was going to say that… Angelus Quinn. <laughs> He's judging us. He's like the non-believers. Shun the non-believers. <laughs> Shun. No, He's I was like, going to the, the darkness and the, the grim undertones… You know, not the, under, the, the grim tones. It's nothing yep, under it's not about under. Snyder. Snyder does not do subtle. Um, uh, nope. The grim we'll dark stuff… It. It was in context here. It was balanced. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it wasn't unbearably grim. Mm-hmm. 
Yes. And I, I would say I, I would go so far that. as to say that this is pretty bright. It, for surprisingly so, because he's mm-hmm. always um, going back to what MJ said about the difference in the two universes. Snyder has always maintained that um, you know how the Marvel movies and even the comic books, to a large degree, they make a big deal out of how their heroes are just regular people with extraordinary abilities. The DC heroes, he's always seen them more as gods, as higher beings. And that's exactly what he does in this movie. He presents them as higher beings. They're fighting They're fighting for existence. You know, they're not fighting over the Sokovia Accords. They're fighting for the universe. Okay? And that is huge. Huge. And the snarky one-liners of Joss Whedon wouldn't have fit. And they shouldn't have fit. And, you know, the Joss Whedon owes us an apology, basically, for what he did <laughs> well, in 2017. Well, you know what? He owes, he owes, Ray, he an owes apology, Ray Fisher apparently. an apology. Like, well, yes. Jesus. A lot of people. Ray Fisher, man. Like, uh, th- that role, Cyborg's role, man. Mm-hmm. Injustice. Ha! <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he did so. I swear, but yeah, it's 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 true that he did the role injustice. Like Joss Whedon, like basically cut the role out, you know, threw it in the trash, shit on it, and pissed on it, and lit it on fire. Damn, mm-hmm. I mean, damn, that's a lot of that's hate. That's a lot. That's a lot of hate. <laughs> well, it's true, but it's true. It's I mean, true. There was so much emotional depth for the character of Cyborg that Whedon just totally wasted. Mm-hmm. Okay, so while we're at it, let's get to the length of this movie. One of the clear decisions, directorial decisions to put out in the Snyder Cut. It's One of the four decisions hours I long. did not like. Four hours long. <laughs> Jesus it's four fucking hours long. And like we've already explained, it fleshed out so many more of the characters that we weren't really familiar with yet. It made all the events that took place make more sense. But for you guys… Was it necessary to make it four hours long? Good God. Um, uh, when, when they announced it that it would be streaming, they said it would be broken up into four parts over four weeks. <sighs> but Snyder said no. He said that it had to be four hours so you get the whole experience. Which it's basically it, a gigantic finger to I, the studio. To Warner Brothers, <laughs> sure. But I don't understand why then he felt the need to put six chapter stops complete with title cards. Yeah, that that made that added to the pretentious nature of the film. <laughs> it's like you're just, you know, you're just showing that you easily could have chopped this thing up, but mm-hmm. you just refused to. This is but a flex. You might was, as well have just put on, this is where you take a break to pee. Yeah. I mean, that was my, <laughs> that was well. my biggest problem. It's like, boss, Bathroom break. It's like, oh, that's, okay. Title that's card. what I use those markers Banyo. for, literally. Yeah, same, same here, same here. I, mean, I, hear- I, I totally missed the first marker and the second, then, then when it said chapter two, okay, great, boss, go. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine this in the cinemas? Our poor bladders. No, I did see a, I did see a post somewhere where um, in the cinematic release, they would have a theatrical intermission. A cinematic oh, intermission, God. sorry. Which Sweet. That's yeah, the so, humane thing to do. Yeah, yeah. I know. So, Otherwise, so to, you know, so UTI. So to just <laughs> explain know, right? that weird aspect ratio also, like ah. he fully mm. intended for this to be released in IMAX and never, you know, never yeah. did it. I guess is ideal. He just format. totally he just totally denied the, well, look, the 16 just be glad, by 9. Just be happy that Warner Brothers didn't let him do it full black and white. Oh, you know, that's, yeah. his, that's his preferred format for this movie. IMAX, so 4 by 3 in black uh, and white. Yeah, but from what I hear also, he's never seen it in color. 
Like the copy that he has has been no. run. He's been watching. He's been no. watching it back. Yeah. Oh my god. I don't know how how they work there. Like he's never seen it in color. I don't who the know hell why. Decides, who decided in the final grading? Maybe, then? maybe, maybe, maybe back. I don't know how they work because maybe they do the color grading last. That's messed up. Right. <laughs> I'm doing jack off hands, just so you know. That's how I feel. But okay, he made how it four by three, which I totally so understand. Our, our producer is calling you out for doing the jack off hand. He's just messaging, "What the hell, MJ? What the hell?" Well, that's what I meant to say with how he's been treating this. But okay, thank God it's not black and white. But okay, four by three. I understand if this was a coronavirus-less world and people would be willing to see it on IMAX. But TBH, who's going to see it in IMAX now? I know. It doesn't make sense. It does not. And when you look at it, it and apparently like, I sh- saw somebody on Facebook share, like one of my contacts, he shared a screenshot. He is... He was watching the Snyder Cut. And he says, this makes me feel like I'm watching some movie on my old TV when widescreen was not <laughs> yeah. a thing. Yes, that's how, that's exactly. how it felt. It was, it was like watching it on a CRTV. It's like, why is there a box? Like, we have all these, we have like flat screen TVs now, you know, that are widescreen to <laughs> right. say the least. And because. then you're stuck with, you're stuck with, with something that has black bars to the side. Be like, ha! And, See, and like even our phones, even if you don't cast it on your TV, even if you don't have a smart TV, you're watching it on your phones, phones are optimized for widescreen. Yeah, understand. Really. You watch YouTube videos on widescreen. Because from what I understand, <laughs> they didn't even shoot it with the 4x3 in mind. No, I think they shot it cinematic. They cinematic. did. They absolutely yeah. did. This was just a post-production decision to make it 4x3. But you're absolutely right. For me, it loses some of that epic feeling mm-hmm. that I don't have the full frame to enjoy. Uh, well, other, I've, I've, I've had friends who wanted to talk to me about it, and they were saying like, at first it was so bad. Four by three was so bad. By the, by the, by the after the first part, I was just so engrossed. I did, I didn't really mind. So I, I don't know. I Please think because it's like four hours of beating you down. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Well, there are also these moments, like there are these shots that is meant to be like a big power Mm -hmm. shot, like a group shot. But it's not wide enough for them to reveal everyone at once to make it more epic. It has to pan and zoom out. You can't even get all six of them. You can't even get all six in the same frame side by side. You know that one one shot in every superhero movie where, especially if it's a theme team superhero movie that one shot in the final conflict where they all have this glorious like pose. I don't know post group hug what you call it what group call hug I don't <laughs> what, know, like, what superhero what movies have you been watching in, in theater that's what you call like every, I don't know group hugs the last part anyway no that, that, that <laughs> one whole shot where that whole one, that, that whole shot where they're all together in this action pose in slow-mo mm-hmm. or whatever. Yep. Like mm-hmm. in like in, in, in Avengers, they had that whole rotation. That sequence, was cool. That was very was cool. cool. Uh to be mm-hmm. fair, the I think the first Justice League at least had that because no, it is they what, did not. They didn't either. They didn't. They had the no sec- hero shot, really? The, the Snyder cut had one, but then but because you're still- watching it in four thirds. Mm. It was that one split second pause type slow motion it's, shot of the oh, five. Oh right, them. right with yeah, the yeah. Batmobile. Or, it's like, oh, poor, like yeah. oh poor la- poor guy at the edge of the shot. You don't get enough screen time. <laughs> yep. In that case, it was I think Jason Momoa. 
Uh, Injustice! Priorities! Not Jason Momoa! Speaking of Jason Momoa, can I just say though that… Yes? I… Priorities. Can I just say nothing that you're thinking of? Very clear. What about Jason Momoa? Literally nothing you're thinking of. But I think… You know how how this thing is so much longer? How this thing is so much longer now because… Of all the backstory that they added in and all the setup work that they did, for for me, I I appreciate that they give context to a lot of things, but it's weird that they don't give context to other things, like like Aquaman. We don't really learn a lot about him, but he we, likes fish. We get <laughs> <laughs> and Mera apparently has a British accent here. Oh my yeah. god, I don't understand oh this. So I don't understand. And why she has a British accent? Um, because in it? the in the first Justice League, she didn't. Well, it it slips once in a while. I like from what I watched right. again recently. Right. There were like these small moments where she would have an accent, but in Aquaman, she did not. No, not, not at all. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking, does she not have her own volition of saying like, "Hey, I shot this first one with an accent. Should we continue with an accent?" Or was it dubbed? I don't know. Maybe there'll be a Snydier cut where they fix that. Jesus. Snydier cut? I don't know. <laughs> what is this gonna be? Eight hours long? Just Black for the British accent of Mira. <sighs> but then, um, I probably want… I don't know. This this could this could have happened. This could have not happened. It, it could have been a decision made by Joss Whedon. So that's what the studio coordinated with. To make um, her James, American? James Wan. Just make her American. Because it was so funny when I was watching this, and then I was actually live messaging Misha as I was watching, mm-hmm. and then I was like, "Misha, British Dito Simera," and I was like, <laughs> "What the hell are you talking about?" Because full disclosure, I fell asleep while trying to watch Aquaman, yeah. so I have no I, context. How could you fall asleep? <laughs> I wasn't watching it for your reasons. Ugh, Amber Heard. Those were your reasons. We we've <laughs> talked about Amber Heard that we we like Amber Heard with reservations. Right? Mm, I was, well, that's putting it nicely. <laughs> yeah, that's putting it nicely. Well, yeah, for the lack of better terms. Look, for, of a I better mean, term. Look, I mean, she's Barry, hot, but… With oh, reser- oh, she's oh. hot with reservations. It's like Barney Stinson's scale of hot crazy scale. Yep. Exactly. You know how… Again… You know how… Um, how And I'm sorry again to keep going back to Marvel. But you know how they took a few movies to introduce their individual characters before getting to the big team movie, before getting to the Avengers. Um, the DC movies didn't do that. They only had the three movies before this one. So they didn't have time to set everybody up. So in this movie, a lot of the first half, the first two thirds of it actually, is just setting up all the pieces to get them where we need them to be. Mm-hmm. And so that leads to a couple of charming scenes. Like when you, you see when you first meet Barry he, and we realize he has super speed and all that stuff. But we don't get an equivalent scene for Aquaman. We never know why Bruce Wayne is looking for him until Bruce Wayne spells it out in his dialogue. Because you don't actually see Aquaman saving anybody until later on in the movie for some reason. I don't know if that's because they knew an Aquaman movie was coming up the next year or so. I don't know if that's because… I think it was precisely that. I think they they knew that there was an Aquaman that was an Aquaman solo film that was going to be coming out. So, <laughs> yeah, that's my only fair reason enough. For so they knew that, too. but they didn't know Mera wasn't British. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you have to take into account that Joss Whedon took over. 
We don't know. Fair, a, lot, a lot of the reason why we have the Snyder Cut is because of a lot of studio interference anyway. That's true. So, but to be fair, Princess Leia had a British accent for like two scenes in the original Star Wars. So, eh. Eh. It just wasn't know. as in your face as this one. <laughs> to be fair though, to be fair though, the, Amber Heard's British accent isn't bad. Yeah, but now you gotta forgive Wanda for her disappearing Sokovian accent. Well, at least she acknowledges it. Yes, it was yeah. Agatha all along. But, 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 oh my god, we're turning this, we're turning this into a WandaVision love letter again. No, we're not. <laughs> so, yeah. We're yeah, done this, with that. I'm not that. gonna say it because that's a WandaVision thing. So, no, we're done with that. Anyway, mm-hmm. okay, going back to, to just Zyd- the Zack Snyder's just Zyder. 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 <laughs> No! No to Zaido. <laughs> uh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it was a long and brutal four hours. Totally defeating the purpose of breaking it down into parts. But at least it explains a lot. And you understand and you sympathize more. Uh, I don't think it was brutal at that point. Because uh, I actually had to rewatch it. I don't know if it was my mood. Because uh, the first time I actually watched it, I wasn't feeling great. Uh, long day at work, and you know, I wasn't feeling was feeling under a little under the weather. But mm-hmm. I actually had to rewatch. I had I had a chance to rewatch it um, yesterday. I actually was upset that I had to pause the movie to eat dinner and then <laughs> go back to watching it again. Don't you just so, I hate it when you have to eat. Yeah, well, <laughs> I couldn't bring up dinner to the room. Fair enough. I don't have Alfred. Who, by the way, is one oh. of my favorite characters in this movie. Yes. I know. No, Jeremy so anal with his He was so anal with his tea. Oh, Miss Diana. I swear. <laughs> I, I was like, she's 5,000 years old. She doesn't know how to make tea. And then my mom is like, he's British. I'm like, ah. Okay, yes. <laughs> That's the cutest. There you go. Yes, because he's British. <laughs> Misha, you, he's British. You don't mess with their tea. No, I just want to know, you know, in every iteration of Alfred, I don't care if it's a cartoon, it's Michael Keaton, it's George Clooney. Why is nobody, George? how come Bruce Wayne hasn't fired this guy yet? He's He's just snarky all the way. I love that he is. It's like he's the only he's the only person who can boss uh boss Bruce Wayne around like that. That is <laughs> he, true. like, the, the, like know, he even, is technically the servant, but at the same time he has a say. He's I kind of his dad too, I guess. You, you know, but if you go in I mean, going back to the Nolan movies, they portrayed him as a father figure of some sort. Mm-hmm. Like how he cared for Bruce Wayne. Anyway, like one of my favorite scenes in this insider's cut was when he actually brought the league to his Bat cave of sorts when he says like this is Alfred I work for him that's kind of funny <laughs> it's true like, that, that's another that's another example of how Snyder's humor actually worked and it was more subtle than how Joss Whedon would do it right, mm-hmm. right. okay I'll get to why I found it brutal yes do it there were so many ah, unnecessary yes. okay, okay. <laughs> can I say it with you no I'm going to go get some coffee. I'll be back when you all are done. It's so gratuitous. I can't. I can watch Lord of the Rings while you're doing that. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done. I'm not. (laughs) I'm not going to put any more slow motion than is is needed. I've emphasized my point enough. But well, yes, we get to the we get to the fleshed out characters. We get to the more cohesive story. But this is a Zack Snyder film. There's gonna be way too much slow mo. You do know that you know. This is one of the factors why you just called him an auteur. 
I know, and I hate it. Like the only movie. I never said I liked it. The only movie. <laughs> the only movie I can think of that he did not put one of these things, or maybe like a very short. What movie sequence, is this? Dawn of the Dead, the remake. <laughs> Well, there was a little bit. Yeah, th- yeah, that's why. It's the only one I couldn't think of. That Fair enough. It was overly gratuitous. Fair yes. enough. Well, honestly, yes. It really works for a lot of scenes. Okay. It, it has this distinct tour Zack Snyder <laughs> style that only he could do. Like sp- um, slowing it down, speeding it up. But there were really just times when I felt like it was killing the pacing. Yes. Uh, it yeah, was, I, it I, was I murdering the pacing. Like, the, I know was, this is supposed to be cool. Just show me. Um, this entire sequence is the first the first appearance of The Flash in this movie. It was oh, totally God. unnecessary. And it, it was borderline creepy, to be honest. It, <laughs> yeah, that is true. It was like three, the, four minutes too long. <laughs> the first time I saw that scene where Iris gets in. Sorry, we don't even know her name. We this, this right. assume it's Iris. We just assume, we it's, assume Iris. it's Iris. <laughs> Iris just flies out of her car because you know she gets into a car accident. It's no Barry was checking her out and creepily caressing her face. <sighs> so that was like, oh that my is, god, this is, is kind of creepy. creepy. But you know, like, okay, slow motion, okay, visual style, Zack Snyder. That looked tour. like a very expensive sequence. Yes, it yes. You know that it was. Come it on. You, you, very, no, I mean, it looked very expensive. And I'm like, yes. why did you do all this if you weren't even going to introduce the woman's name? Uh-huh. Just for the cute gag of, you know, Barry getting a hot dog. But okay, mm. fine. Oh, God. But again, the gag was kind of funny. That, that hot dog I, thing, I was like, what the fuck? But I appreciated the, the gag, it the, that I they showed us the that he is, he's someone who helps people, you yeah. know? Because again, we didn't get that with Aquaman before Bruce approached him. So you only you don't really know why he would approach Bruce well, until he started why Bruce saying, would approach him. Until he started speaking. He mentioned like I heard of a man who well, That's what I said. Foot. Until yeah, Bruce yeah, actually exactly. said it. They didn't show it. Batman yeah. had to explain it to us. And I'm like but up until that's that not how time, movies we, work. Up until that time, the only thing we knew about Aquaman was that he liked fish. He's hot. Yeah, uh, and he's got a cult of sweater sniffing choirs. Oh god, that was cringe. I don't that like- was so honestly cringe. It was so creepy. Like I that don't was, get it, but it was very Snyder, and that, I hate that, that I that got was so it. So random. Like, why is she going to be singing to Aquaman? But then again, okay. Then again, I've just thought of this now. Then again, this is when we go back to Snyder nailing it when he says like people will treat these superheroes as God. Or this is how he wants people to, to, to look at them as. as I was going to say literally, but again, he does not do subtle. So, no. yeah, mm-hmm. yes. yes. Literally. It's Zack Snyder. Come on. Fucking love him or hate him. I mean, you can't deny that the guy has good movies. Can we go with love hate? Yeah, I <laughs> yeah. love hate him. Well, let's go I, love I, hate. I, I, I appreciate his talent, but sometimes it's just like, ugh. look, you okay. know, he's, he's, think, he's your friend you know, that you love, but then sometimes you just can't stand. I think there. part of the problem is well, at this point. Kayo. Well, no, I'm just you know like an example lab. Pero next niya kagabi. Telling me it was me ten bucks, but you know, um, part of the problem is that he was already in a position where he had won the court of public opinion. So anything he wanted, Warner Brothers couldn't say no to. 
So he wanted it to be four hours long. Sure. No. He wanted it to be dropped in one day. Sure. He wanted it four by three. Sure. He, he wanted, wanted it to be put- black and white. No. 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 Just that <laughs> one. But but he that, but he wanted That's their one also- veto point. But there are lots of scenes that I appreciate the additional context. But you're right. There's a lot of stuff that could have been cut out. That yeah. Barry introduction maybe would be one of them. And um, sometimes some scenes just go on for a little bit too long. Even if they weren't in slow motion, there'd just be bits of dialogue or bits of business that you're like, huh, that could have been trimmed. So mm-hmm. for me, the overall effect was uh, was that this is this four-hour thing this is an assembly cut. This is an editor's cut that they just did full post-prod on and they didn't chop out much anymore. Mm. Well, they didn't have to. <laughs> I would agree. I would agree. Because <laughs> nobody was going to tell them no at this point. Yeah, exactly. So, 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 who's going to okay. do it? Like, Why am I going to put the effort of trimming it down if people are going to see it in streaming anyway well, right. and it, I can do whatever the fuck I want? So it, let's it, just it make depends, it look awesome. Though. It depends well, it though, does, like fine, it does look awesome. It, to it, be honest. It, dep- it depends though sometimes. Like if you take the Wonder Woman, the first appearance of Wonder Woman in the movie in the theatrical cut, and you compare it to this one, the Snyder's cut, the Snyder cut is actually two times twice as long, you know, two times longer than the, the Whedon cut. You know, that whole sequence in the bank where Wonder Woman fights off these terrorists. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But this is a case of, you know, a scene where you let it breathe for a while. And it turns out to be better as opposed to how Joss Whedon did it that That's there were true. no breaks. Was it was cool. just like… I liked it, yeah. It was like blow after blow on Joss Whedon. And then this is a, an example of where you see tension. Snyder actually yes. builds tension. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. like you, you feel the fear of the hostages when, you know, pseudo Tywin Lannister shoots at these guys. Pseudo Tywin Lannister. Come on. I really my, don't my, see it. I think you're being racist at this no, old I'm white not. man. No, I'm not. <laughs> My wife pointed it out to me when we were watching the, the when she saw me watching the Snyder Cut. She's like, you know, he really reminds me of of Papa Lannister or something. Papa Lannister. <laughs> that's Papa that's Lannister. A, that's that's the nicest way you could put it. This You're is what we him call him like now. A nice guy. <laughs> I don't know, Papa Smurf. Making him sound like a nice guy when he's actually really not Papa Lannister. But I mean, right. like the guy died while taking a shit, so <laughs> you let him have Papa Lannister. Fine, yeah. fair enough. Maybe Poopoo Lannister. Oh. <laughs> I like that. I like that. I like Poopoo Lannister. Can we make yeah, t-shirts? But I, love, I love Charles Dance though. He's a great actor. Can we make Charles a Poopoo Dance Lannister amazing. t-shirt? We'll sell it in the same store as Breaking Call Saul. Yes. You. <laughs> yes. Yes. Fuck you, House. House. Yeah. House shirt. What did you say about Steve Rogers again? We're, again? we're gonna Steven we're gonna whatever. end up making merch of all our blunders. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll be the only ones buying them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the action scenes for the most part they work they absolutely yes. work I love the first the encounter violence. of Steppenwolf and the Amazons Holy oh my amazing. god yes. I did you not know, expect that that did, was chopped to shit did, in the Whedon cut did you it know was. what it felt it, it like ma- it made it it made the Amazons just look like puny little nothings they're no, but, just like oh okay they're just guarding this box but it, here in the Snyder Cut they are warriors yeah, they're warriors you see that and then it felt like you were watching 300 but in place of Spartans you had Amazons mm-hmm. yep women yes. I love it Especially you. with that scene that Mulan is that actually really reminded me of Mulan. Mulan is like, <laughs> No, no, the the animated one where all the ah, okay, Huns okay, okay. just suddenly like charge down yeah. the mountain and ah, there are yeah. so many of them. This happened with the Amazons, only like not Asian and women. 
Yeah, that was cool. But <laughs> sorry, attacking, that, that, that scene was, so was more awesome. reminiscent of the two towers to me. What did it? Yeah. <laughs> Two towers. When I don't Gandalf, know. My brain is Gandalf, in Mulan in the snow. When Gandalf, Gandalf saves the when day. Gal Gadolf, Gal 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 <laughs> That's another shirt. Wonder Gal Wizard. <laughs> oh my god. Wonder Wizard. I love it. That's the best. That's the best. Diana the White. I'm buying a shirt. I'm buying a shirt. Come on. Wonder Wizard. Diana the no. White will return in her hour of need. No. <laughs> Fly, you fools. I think that's not gonna work. Oh, in this you have to time. say it with an Israeli accent. <laughs> Fly, you fools. I'm no. not gonna attempt it. No, no. do not. No. <laughs> but but yes, the action sequences made sense. Well, when they had to, the slow mo worked mm-hmm. and the longer treatment and the violence. And, and the violence. The violence. Okay. The, blood. This yes. movie is yes. rated the R blood. for a reason, kids. Yes, blood. <laughs> it, it's. <laughs> Okay, it's it's funny how I was talking to my friend who's a mom, and she's saying that oh maybe we'll watch this later with uh, with uh, with her no, kid. Don't do that. No, don't do that. No, like, nope, no, there's nope, it's pretty nope. violent. No, it's pretty violent. There's blood. I was like, but oh, it's oh, superhero. Okay. Those are for children. No, no, no. Okay, fine. The Punisher's a superhero. Would would you let your kid watch the Punisher? Man, I don't even know if I should have let me watch the Punisher. (laughs) (laughs) I was like cringy. It's so violent. Oh my god. And this is Misha who gets a kick out of showing our friend Mortal Kombat finish him moves. Uh, That was Yes, but uh, the the fight scenes were longer and it worked and it was just so much more exciting. We've got that. Amazon fight scene with uh, Steppenwolf. We yep. had we had the flashback to the first war with Steppenwolf when everybody was like joining forces to defeat him the first time. That mm-hmm. was amazing. There was Lord we, of the Rings can, flashback. Can we yeah, talk that. about Steppenwolf for like for Roller a few minutes? Coaster. Sorry, because what? Nothing. Okay. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> what? Why? No. Can, no, can we talk about Steppenwolf for a second? Like, could you compare how Steppenwolf looked in this cut compared to Whedon's cut, where he looked like this generic henchman, whatever, gigantic? Mm, I don't know what he was. Well, yes, he just looked like a big thug in the Joss Whedon cut. Yeah, but, but in Snyder's League, I oh, mean, Snyder's League. Snyder's, Snyder's League. League. <laughs> Snyder's League. There's another t shirt. <laughs> Okay, can we count how many, how much merch we can come up with? I know, we can sell like four shirts now. I know. Anyway, um, the original look that Snyder had planned looks far more menacing than than what Whedon has. Had yeah, planned. the 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 Snyder version of Steppenwolf actually looks kind of scary. It looks like the Destroyer from Thor One had sex with a kaiju. And oh my yeah. god! <laughs> and there you go. That's that is horrifyingly <laughs> accurate. <laughs> Yes, he looks like an Asgardian robot that no, but, sex with a kaiju. And you, you, you see, you see, you see the seventy million. MJ is just so dumbfounded she can't stop laughing because she knows I'm right. Uh, that's another shirt, by the way. And also, I can't get the visual. Out of my oh my god! Oh my hammer god! Head. Now I can. Big hammerhead face. <laughs> <laughs> okay, have we recovered? Have we recovered? Oh okay, so okay. Okay, okay. Let's okay. go on before I think of it even further. Okay. <laughs> Kaiju sex. <laughs> Maybe they're drift compatible, yeah. Uh, 
I mean, you have to be, right? To have sex with the kaiju. I don't know. I don't know. But then again, they're aliens. But anyway, you see the $70 million oh, yeah. of yes, post-production budget sure. at work. For you sure. Saw, did, if you notice how detailed the armor was and how it would move, those subtle movements, like it would like have those little movements like shrimp in the ocean. I don't know what you call those movements. <laughs> Fuck. Now I'm imagining his armor made of shrimp. What is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> You're the one thinking of kaiju. By the way, guys. <laughs> by the way, guys. Uh, from the three of us, Misha has the weirdest search algorithms. Oh, we'll get to it we'll in, the get to that in the future. I'm so excited not, to share just that. Not, just not now. Again, anyway. I'm the nice one. <laughs> yeah, okay, whatever. Nobody's going to believe that after uh, we do that. Um, but anyway. There was actually, you know, I, I, honestly, I thought it was just form. Like whatever Snyder had intended to be to for Steppenwolf to look and what he would be wearing was just, you know, like because it looked cool. Mm-hmm. Act, there was actual function to the armor. Like he, there was that part where he was getting shot with arrows and you see the arrows just sticking in. Like he's actually getting pierced by these arrows and then he cuts them off because his armor are actual blades that can cut off those things. That I found pretty cool. There was clear intent to do that. Yeah, you're absolutely right on the $70 million. Every dollar shows up on the screen. I mean, from things like from that first Amazon battle to when Barry goes all out and using his powers, it looks amazing. And what breaks my heart is that we didn't see that on a big screen. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been so much cooler on in the cinema. Yeah, it really would. Have. I mean, uh, fine. I guess we could see it in IMAX, <laughs> but you know, not IMAX at home. <laughs> exactly right. I mean, I don't know about you. I don't have a five-story high screen in my living room. Wow. I wish I had one, but you know. Okay. Um, with that seventy million, I'm. Well, this all went to the post-production. Zack Snyder did not get a penny Is that out of also anything. part of his old tour cred. Well, no, maybe it's 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 part so. of like his um Okay, I'm not getting paid for this shit. So better go with what I want. Fair enough. It's, I think he somehow weaponized it, <laughs> I guess. Because he's doing I it for would, the fans. I would have to agree. Mm. Okay, yeah, so sense. but when Misha said something about heartbreaking, you know what breaks my heart though? That they spent some of that 70 million in the wrong songs. <laughs> <laughs> they spent some of those bucks to like the wrong song choices and the rights to the absolute worst songs you could put in oh some scenes. Because so his song cringy. choice, I'm sorry, it's horrible. Can, if there's something I like better in the Weed Uncut, it's can the music. Can I, can Not I, the score, like the I, song songs can I, can in I the movie. Can I mention my favorite cringe part? <laughs> can I, will I be taking it away from MJ? What? Can, can, will I be taking it away from you if I mention this part? You know, it's like the cringiest part I can think of. The, no, the part where ahead. Aquaman was going back to the water and they were playing that yep. King song or something. I just Yes, ah. it's exactly what I'm thinking. <laughs> like, oh my god, if there's something oh I like better god. in the Whedon version, yes, it's the song choices that we need yeah. to hear. There is a kingdom by Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds while sexy slow-mo Jason Momoa was drinking whiskey and diving into the waves. I like no. how you had to point out sexy slow-mo. I know, because we all know she would have watched that on mute. <laughs> <laughs> I would have preferred it on mute. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, could these okay, lyrics nope. be any more on the nose? 
Like, uh, hindi nga ba sa king? Hindi <laughs> nga. Babalik I, sa kingdom niya. Hindi nga. What? I don't know. His movie doesn't come out till next year. Maybe that movie will tell us if he's a king or not. <laughs> oh my God. Who's directing the Aquaman movie? Uh, this is, it was horrible. And like, like I, like I said, it was a sexy fish, slow-mo. <laughs> but it took out of the sex, it took sexiness out of it. <laughs> well. I think you can watch it again with the sound off. Yeah, I, I should yeah. do that. Parang now that I know that that song off. comes out, I mean, it's a good song, but in context, it's like, really? At Come that, on. Can, can I, maybe he's trolling. Maybe Zack Snyder's just trolling us whenever he would play an obnoxious folksy song. I feel like he was. Like, but then, or maybe he just has troll? really bad maybe taste. You're already for, you already won. Know, maybe he just has bad taste in music. I don't he has know. great choice in visuals. I'll give you that. Sometimes yeah. he doesn't know when to quit. But that, yeah, his song choices that, are shit. Yeah, that does not correlate to, you know, song choices. I agree. <laughs> no, it was really not. It was, no, that's well, not. Yeah, that's funny though. <laughs> that was so cringe. I was like, <laughs> I remember watching that part. And I was like, Misha, ano ba to? I don't know. Ano my, you know, even my mother commented. She's like, really? Really? <laughs> The first, my first, my initial reaction when when that song started playing and they saw the entire scene was like, "Dinga, I know." And to be fair, he <laughs> looks super cool. And yeah, fine, he looks sexy, I guess. But he looks super what? fucking cool. But then you're hearing this garbage. I'm sorry. Yeah, but again, it's again, a good, good song, song, but out not of here. context. Yes, but yeah. <laughs> huh? That's that's uh, that's one thing I really didn't like. So okay, we have established that okay, this is four hours long because this and that characters were fleshed out and everything. But let's talk about if the actors did it any justice. The acting. Oh my god, um, Ben Affleck <laughs> and Gal Gadot's chemistry that yeah. was fun to watch. I like yeah. it. Yeah, they I were mean, cute. The banter was fun, and I remember. Watching, I grew up watching the Justice League Unlimited cartoons where where Bruce Tim, the animator, uh, was actually pushing for or was shipping the <laughs> the Bruce Diana. They were cute, daring, and they were cute. They were the banter was cute between the two of them, especially when she broke into his secret lab. You know it's how like, I pay millions of dollars for security in this building. It worked. It, it worked. It almost took me a minute to break in. Like, oh, that's funny. <laughs> that works. See yeah. Joss Whedon, <clears throat> subtle. Oh, oh, Snyder actually does subtle, pala. Well, in the dialogue <laughs> at least. It's a dialogue, yeah. It's a dialogue. Mm. I um, I yeah. Bruce and Diana are cute. I actually like Bruce in this movie when he's with Diana. I not. I'm not crazy about him when he's Batman in this movie or even in the last one in Batman versus but Superman. Funny, funny thing you mentioned that, but he was a better Bruce Wayne than he was a Batman for this movie. Yeah, I think MJ is going to agree with you because you can see his whole face. Um, well, it's to be fair, it's the chin I really like. Fair <laughs> you enough. still see that <clears throat> in the bat suit. Yeah. What's the <clears throat> best quality of Batman? Yung left chin. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> it works. But, but, I mean, uh, his Batman for me isn't as commanding or mm-hmm. as uh, um, I mean tactical as I would like. Uh, it, I don't think it was commanding per se but it was clear that he was calling the shots in this was he you yeah. know he was going up to people hat in hand introducing himself with his real name before he even knew if they could be trusted that was just that was just the first part that was just weird that was just the first part but uh 
there's this one particular scene where Batman was clearly in charge, where he knew what was going to happen. He was the one who figured out where to trace or how to trace the the box. Like you know, like it was, it, it wasn't you know he actually did justice to Batman in this movie. Justice. Uh, sorry, I just had to do it. He did. I mean, like you know, it was kind of like a redemption of sorts. It's not the best redemption? Batman, but it's still. It, it's not the best Batman, but it's clearly a better Batman than it was in BVS, and especially from the Whedon cut. Well, know. for me personally, I agree with Misha that he, at least in a bat suit, he's not as commanding as he should be, because you don't you don't see as many badass action kick-ass scenes from Batman compared to everybody else. And I'm not sure if that was a decision screen time-wise because you see him more with his gadgets I, I, or his I, machinery. I see your I see your point because, well, to be fair, that's Batman. Like, Yeah, it is part of Batman but I mean, he but, also has those moments but, of like breaking your arm. Well, to be fair, to, to be he's, fair this, he's so bulked up in this movie. He, I, I highly doubt he could do half of those moves no, anyway. I mean, like, <laughs> oh, yeah, he looks so uncomfortable no, but, in that suit, to be honest. But to, to, be, to be fair though, um, that's, that's basically Batman. He just fights off the henchmen if there's a gigantic alien fighting. Like, he can't go toe-to-toe against, you know, super-powered beings like that. I get it. I mean, like, if you had, like, you have, if you had big hitters like Superman, Wonder Woman, I get it, but there were also still a lot of little alien fly henchmen thingies you could kick the shit out of, you know? (laughs) You could see that. You could see that in the final battle. You saw that. You saw, you saw, you saw, you saw that in, um, in the Gotham Harbor combat sequence in the halfway part of the movie. I I think my biggest beef with Batman here is that he doesn't strike me as somebody who's, you know, five, ten steps ahead of everybody else. Yeah, that's that's the because one thing. Yeah. If, if you because this movie picks up immediately after Batman versus Superman, right? Batman versus Superman, New Thor played him for a chump by making <laughs> him go after Superman, by playing on his paranoia. Batman's always been paranoid, but he's never been knee-jerk. In yeah. this case, you know, Luthor was able to trick him into going after Superman. Based on a one percent chance that he could harm somebody. No, not not. But in, in in this movie, in this movie, he's assembling a league based on nothing but Luthor telling him that something bad is coming. No, I, I think he has no reason to trust no, Lex Luthor. I think, he was ready think, to brand Lex Luthor at the end I, of the I last think, one. I think the character, the, the character development of Batman for this movie wasn't just because of what Luthor said. No. I think he's riding on the guilt he felt because he felt responsible, partially responsible. Because of their strong the, bond? No, 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 no. With Susan's strong bond with no, 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 Superman? No, 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 let me finish. He feels like he's riding off on the guilt that he killed off Superman. And he knew that Superman, Superman was basically used as a symbol of hope for the movie. So he, it was his guilt that he needed to assemble a team of superpowered beings to protect humanity. Okay, thematically, saw, I agree. That's exactly... Super, yeah, but it's because it was that guilt that pushed him to do, you know, to push the, you know, push the, the gears a little further. Just no, but the thing is, up, those are things that they say in dialogue. Those are things that, you know, thematically, yes, that's what happened. But because Superman, because it's only Superman's only been around for two movies at this point, he is nowhere near the symbol of hope that he would need to be to inspire yeah, somebody to approach people all over the world to join his again, Justice League. Okay, again, I'm this pulling is where... the plug on this discussion. <laughs> this is... Um... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> all right. Um, Our bad. No, 
little little too far there. I took a little time on Batman, but yeah, I feel okay. Just my two cents. Yeah, <laughs> I get that thematically there is this guilt or burden that Batman has to kind of like do his part without Superman to try to protect the Earth. It's just that I did not feel that as much. They never like even despite. It. Yeah, despite the screen time, despite the longer everything, I would have liked to feel that weariness from Batman. Like the, the how hard it is to like assemble this team. And part of like that being taken away is the convenience of just knowing that these superhumans exist. And there was this struggle a little bit with trying to convince Arthur because he was the iffy one at the start. But I don't know. I didn't just necessarily feel that weight on why they really needed to revive Superman. Oh, so, okay. <laughs> you probably saw the first one anyway. <laughs> not a, not really a spoiler. He's in the trailer. He's in the poster. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. There. What? It, <laughs> so, uh, for me, I understand that, yes, this is how the story is supposed to go, but I wish I felt it a little more and um, that, that cool command of Batman could have been worked on. And... You know, the whole lack of establishing things before this movie. I mean, even within the framework of this movie, they never justify how they come to that decision that they just got to bring Superman back to life. It just, well, it's just something, that, it's just well, something that they all agree on. They're like, yeah, cool, let's do that. Well, they said it, but it wasn't a good, very good explanation. It's just... Look, there, moving Diana, on. <laughs> Diana, you mean like, okay, fine. Moving on, moving on. Do you remember what on. it was like in Infinity War? And again, sorry, DC guys, but you remember in Infinity War when Captain America showed up for the first time with his beard? No. The theater went <laughs> nuts. <laughs> no, but seriously, the theater went crazy, right? Because he steps out of the shadows, the Avengers <laughs> theme plays behind him. He comes out and you see him, right? Because the whole yes. movie, you don't know where he's been. Go on. But you're anticipating <laughs> it. And when he finally shows up, there's this catharsis. You know, you're like, fuck yeah, that's the guy. You, can't you don't compare. feel that when Superman comes back to life. You've been waiting this whole movie for him to come back mm-hmm. to life. But because you have no emotional connection with this version of Superman, it doesn't mean anything. Well, he's got three movies worth, sorry, he's got four movies worth of emotional connection backing him up for that Infinity War movie moment. No, That's, he had like 10 years of emotion backing him up <laughs> when Infinity War happened. In this there case, because they rushed it so much, and because they spent more time on things like Barry's hot dog than uh, setting... That sounds so rough. <laughs> yeah, like... That's 70 you know, million. That, that's, that's 70 I think million. That's what I mean by they spent time expanding some things, which I appreciate, but things that they yeah. should have built on, like Batman and they, Superman's characters, they, they just... Took it for granted that we would yeah. go in with our own pre-existing notions of them. I I agree. I agree with that, especially on Superman. Mm-hmm. I have you my know what I appreciated Batman, but... from the new length and character fleshing out was Cyborg. Of course, I agree. I really, yes, of course. Like you, you could you We've could really see how times. he was a lousy how, actor, but yes. Well, yes. But, but the <laughs> story, really, the story he was had, good. He had yes, freakishly was, smooth really, skin. You understand Cyborg because at the, at the first place, you know, Cyborg is not a top of mind Justice League member. No. Like, oh, okay, cool. He's in this movie. They wanted to pander not to kids really. who grew up on Teen Titans. Yep. That was that's the only reason why I know about Cyborg Teen mm-hmm. Titans. I mean, can I be honest? Like, no. When Cyborg was announced be to be part of the Justice League <laughs> comic books, I was like, I was like, what the hell? This guy is not a 
guy's not Justice League material. Why is he part of this? Then, mm-hmm. and then up yeah, until now, uh, prior to watching the Snyder, this Zack Snyder's Justice League, I actually am a fan of Cyborg now. Like, yeah, because I mean, at like, the Whedon version, it's like, oh, you're wondering why Cyborg, and they didn't really give it to you in the Whedon version, which mm-hmm. made it feel more. Eh, did it have to be Cyborg? Yeah. Not really. But here in the in the Snyder cut, it's like. Okay, I get it. I totally get it. He was yes. essential to the story. You understood why he's so goddamn angsty. Mm-hmm. You know what? Zack Snyder, Zack Snyder is like your total bro do douchebag type guy. Sorry. <laughs> like, that's the impression. But, but he's a no tour now. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, 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 he made good on his promise when he first said that no, Cyborg is gonna be the heart and soul of the movie. Oh yeah. And when we actually saw the actual the original cut, it's true. I agree. You know, there was so much emotion involved in the story from his flashback to you know to the developed character uh, of 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 Cyborg as a superhero. There was just so much baggage he had, mm-hmm. and there was and so his, much emotion in it. Mm-hmm. And his relationship to his dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially like that 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 really that was, was that was that was amazing. Like you know, like some I I, I might have teared up a little bit because you know. You know what's weird? It's a daddy thing. You know what's weird? Is that his human face looks more CGI than his cyborg face. Yeah. (laughs) What the hell? Remember, like, when I was like, when when I was messaging Misha while watching this, like, Misha, I thought I was watching somebody from Madame Tussauds Wax Museum. Oh my God. God. (laughs) Ray Fisher has unnaturally smooth skin. That's a good thing, though. But it's yeah, just good. Well, good for him. That's a lot good of. Good for him. That's something a lot well, of us want to achieve. Because he Ish. can't act to save his life. He is easily yeah, well, the worst performer even, in this yes, movie. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. Yes, unfortunately, as as much as I love the character, I mean, like, you're mm, he's overacting a little bit. All the emotion bit. here. Yeah. But you're the weakest one in the cast. What is yeah. up with that? Even Sad. Ben Affleck has more range than you. <laughs> and it's hey, Ben hey. Affleck. Hey, we appreciated Ben Affleck. In aggro, uh, Argo, <laughs> aggro. That's another shirt. What that's the another actual shirt. hell? Argo, Argo. Ben Affleck was good. I'm uh, not arguing that it wasn't. The town, the town. Ben Affleck. Oh, he's only good in acting when he directs his own movies. Huh. Yeah, it's huh. fair, I guess. Huh. Huh. Okay. Wow. Okay. But at the end of the day, oh. Ray Fisher was not a good enough performer to carry this movie's emotional weight. Yeah, unfortunately. His story works better for what it shows versus what he conveys. Okay. Another one. um, Another character we'd like to talk about next is the speedster. The Flash, Barry Allen. Who is the son of Dr. Manhattan. (laughs) So weird. But okay. So Billy Crudup is in this movie. He's Barry's dad who… You know, if you've watched the TV show, you read the comic book, you know he's locked up in prison because they think that he killed Barry's mom. My thing is, if you're going to cast Billy Crudup as the dude in jail, he's probably 500% guilty. 550%. I mean, really? But he is a golden god! (laughs) You don't cast Billy Crudup as your inmate with a heart of gold? Maybe he swung his giant blue dick around. That's why he got cast as Billy Crudup. What is wrong with you? <laughs> Gigantic blue dick. Oh God! Sorry, no, no, we're not talking about Billy Crudup. We're talking about Barry Allen. We're talking about Barry. Okay. Stop uh, talking about dicks. We stop talking about dicks. The Barry in this movie, <laughs> away from the dicks. The Barry in this movie is a lot 
more eccentric than the guy on the TV show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yep. um, Ancho, like you mentioned also? that he's got more in common with Wally, Wally West. West Flash rather than the Barry yeah. Allen Flash. But I honestly don't mind it because I get this is a different universe, a different interpretation, but at least they showed us the groundwork. Uh, they they yeah. laid the groundwork to let us know what kind of they let us know what kind of flash we're getting. You know, they didn't just yeah. shove him in there for the sake. I of think it. they they kind of mixed in qualities of both Barry and Wally for this one. So Wally, Wally, wrong Wally. I like how in this cut, because compared to Whedon's cut, is that we have a Barry Allen who is more in tune with his powers, um, which is cool. And we see. We, we see this in a lot of the climactic parts of the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, another thing that I like about uh, Snyder's cut or Snyder's take on this, uh, the Snyder cut is that the Flash isn't just relegated to the comic relief. Yes. As, Thankfully. you know, like he was nothing but a joke in Whedon's mm-hmm. cut. Watching it again, it was just like… Falling into it, people's boobs. Falling and, into people's boobs. And and playing Blackpink in his crib. Uh. That was weird. <laughs> I mean, that was like, funny I, but weird. I won't I won't judge you for playing Blackpink in your crib. No, of course crib. not. It's I mean, just no, like, not at all. It just doesn't doesn't set the whole the tone of like it doesn't suit the tone of the movie. Yeah. It's I, like, I just ha like, ha. Yeah. It's a big ha ha. It's not like mm. ha, ha, ha. That was funny. Uh-huh. I, I just like that. I just like that, you know, he's not the manic noob. That he was presented as in We Don't Scott in this, where he was just like, I'm not used to, I'm not used to fighting. You do all the combat things, and I, I just push people around or something. Mm-hmm. You don't yeah. see that here. You see a, you know, a semi-capable Barry. No, sorry, a, a very capable speedster. Yeah, and in, that in was this very cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, at this point, if you already have like a super suit that could, you know, withstand withstand the like the friction and heat, you. Probably already know how your powers go anyway. Well, that was kind of cool when he did that 180 turn when his chucks just burned off of his feet. That's kind of cool. Sorry, just had to say that. Yeah, and like his, oh, he's barefoot now. <laughs> yep. So I saw how expensive that, that sequence was. His, he stole all that stuff in his crib, right? No, I don't know. We, we don't mm. know that. Because he didn't have money to pay for his tuition, but you know, he had all that stuff. Maybe he had money to pay for his tuition, but he bought all those stuff to make his flash suit. <laughs> Yes. Flash suit education. Can flash we just suit can, okay, the one <laughs> I go with flash suit. Fine. Sorry. Whereas Misha just likes flashing. Uh, Hell, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, can we just talk about how you know the one thing I really hated about Barry Allen was the way he would run. Oh my flippity, god! Flippity, flippity, flop, flop. He would run flippity, like Woody flippity, from Toy Story. What is up yeah. with that? I mean, like, come on. I've seen. I'm, okay, Misha, you've seen. The 1990s Flash TV series. So have you. Yeah, I mean, you've seen the Justice League cartoons. Mm-hmm. You've seen the CW cartoons. I think and what Ezra Miller just- has never seen a human run. Yep. Because <laughs> he I've doesn't look seen- like somebody who would. Okay. Have you- I mean, like, if you watch Usain Bolt run, he does not run like that. <laughs> no. I, I don't You're know. Maybe, the fastest maybe, human. Maybe, maybe. Snyder or Miller thought it would be a good idea to show that he runs differently from everybody on this planet because he's so fast. He doesn't need to do the things that we do. But well, he, he did mention that weird things happen in the speed. He just course. looked awkward. It looked weird. It looked very weird. It, it Maybe looked, that's why he hasn't mastered all his powers yet because he doesn't know how to run like a human. Imagine if he imagine if he has proper form 
If he had proper form, the movie would be done in two minutes. Probably. <laughs> no. No. That could have it would helped. Be, with no, the form it would be longer because then that would compel Snyder to shoot more slow motion sequences with him. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Six hours? Oh. Uh, no, no, no. Not Justice thanks. League by Lav Diaz. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so pretty much. Essentially, the story is the same from the Whedon release. So, there's not really much to spoil. But there are definitely moments where you go like, Oh shit, this wasn't there. What are your favorites? Uh, honestly, me. Like, you know, the first scene where Wonder Woman comes in, the extended cut, like where he added footage. Wow. Ginawa niyang boxing mitts yung bala na binabaril sa kanya. Like, Whoa! What is that? That's not in the Whedon cut. That pa lang. I was like, oh, I'm in for a ride. <laughs> like, oh, I oh, this also is so like, different. I also like that part when she was talking to that one henchman. Like, she was like trying to get the intentions of these um, mm-hmm. terrorists. And then Boring. she had, yeah, that moment. That, that Boring. Boring. I like that little addition of like attitude to Diana. She's, yeah. Yeah, she does get impatient. Like, uh, because that's true. Like, I'm running out of fucking time. Just tell me. <laughs> what, you yeah, didn't like Josh people. Whedon? Where he's like, who are you? I'm hope. A believer. Oh my god. No. A believer. No. I'm a believer. I'm a believer. I was like, Sorry. what? God. Parang, damn. Parang, what I think the line, the line that was used for Snyder's was like, um, I don't believe it. It's like, and then and Snyder, I think, ran with, um, I don't know, you better start believing or something. What? You don't like Josh Whedon? <laughs> where, some, where the dude asks her, who are you? And she's like, I'm a believer? And then, then she does that, 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 that gauntlet thing. I'm a believer. <laughs> no, but I like well, that part. Well, if you part. do see her face, do you believe in angels? <laughs> no, but I, yes, I, I, like that, I like that part where um, after she saves the hostages, that wasn't in the Whedon cut, where she actually gets one, there's this one traumat, traumatized girl who didn't, couldn't stand up. And then Diana addresses her as princess. And then she's like, can I be like you someday? And then she says, Diana says, um, you can be whatever you want when you grow up. Parang there's just a very clear difference with how Snyder portrayed her versus Weed, how Whedon portrayed her. Or even yeah. how Snyder presented her and Snyder presented Superman. So Yeah, well, but you know. Little moments she had, like that. Because, yeah. you know, you'd already seen Diana like six months before the original Justice League in her own movie. So you knew who and what she was about. Yep. So you knew what she stood for. Since Superman at this stage of his career in these movies is still What's young it? and unsure, he's not yet the beacon of hope that we associate with the character. You which, know, which she it, shouldn't have been because it BVS was would have been nice <laughs> if she got that kind of a treatment, I yeah. think. Just show him yeah. helping people and not resenting it. That would have been a big thing before yeah. he died. Okay. okay. That's true. Um, all right. Let's get one, one more holy shit moment like when I saw it was I like the fact that that a glimpse of Darkseid, the big bad of the DC universe, Ooh, was, yeah. shown, was was shown, was presented in some way. In the, and not just that, the whole world of Apocalypse. Because Darkseid has a fucking planet, you know, at his beck and call. And they presented what he was ruling over. You know, he teased, they teased that in, in one, in, in some stunning imagery that Snyder had. The flags and all, and some characters he had. That was fucking cool. And not just the imagery, it's also like, it, makes the stakes higher. Absolutely. Because yeah. you see it, you you take, get a glimpse of it mm-hmm. and it gives you a good 
vision of what could happen for this yeah. franchise in the future. Definitely. The, then the one thing also that was so different was that you see that Steppenwolf, compared to what we then had, like you had this generic bad guy wanting to get, you know, like floundering around Earth getting mother boxes and saying, mother, the whole time. <laughs> like, I, like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Like, what is he doing? And then this Steppenwolf, you realize he's on a mission to find all these mother boxes. Not saying, mother, but because… <laughs> Talking to Desaad, another character, another henchman or uh, advisor of Darkseid, you realize that Steppenwolf has been disgraced. He's a disgraced officer of Darkseid. He owed Darkseid 50,000 more worlds before he could get back into Darkseid's good graces. So that alone, you gave the big bad of the movie some depth. You gave him like you gave him drive. You gave him a direction he was going to, some motivation that we would never really addressed. So this is like a big fucking holy shit to me. Like, oh, there's a substance to this person. Alien or kaiju, I, I love child, whatnot. <laughs> oh my God. I don't know about substance to Steppenwolf, but at least he had direction. Uh, I, I don't know about substance. Co- comparing Steppe- this Steppenwolf and to that Steppenwolf, that, that was substance. I think what I liked about it was that because we have Darkseid looming in the shadows in the background, you have a tangible threat. There's a real reason mm-hmm. for yeah. the audience to see that the Justice League needs to be formed. Mm-hmm. Um, Batman doesn't quite know that when he starts building the league. That's already my beef. I've been there, so never mind. But um, with regards to Darkseid, <laughs> I am kind of upset that if Snyder meant what he said, that this would be his last DCEU movie, we're never actually going to see that fight of Superman versus Darkseid or the Justice Fuck. League versus Darkseid. God damn because it. Because this one actually lays down that foundation for what could have been some kind of a big epic fight. I yes. know. Really. And it also justifies why Superman needed to be revived. And it's like, oh shit, we can't do this without soups. And you know why. Mm-hmm. You really legit understand why. You see him being the beacon of hope. Mm-hmm. You know, like, because, you know, like, you see Diana and Aquaman looking dejected and then Superman comes and they're, like, smiling and they have, you know, they, they have, they find their second win and they continue to pummel on Steppenwolf or something. They're happy because they have backup, not because he's a beacon of hope. Again, these movies never bothered to make him a beacon of hope. It just assumes that we, it just assumes that he is. Well, it assumes that, you know, we just assume that, that that's what Zack Snyder was going for. Because you know. that's what he showed. That's all we got. All right. But anyway, you know, making it work. Not that this movie wasn't, you know, like was perfect or everything. It's it's not. It's clearly not. But you know, this it doesn't take away the fact that this movie was was fun. It was good. It was entertaining. Uh, what other holy shit moment? Uh, what do you mean? Like, what other, what other mo- moments in this movie did you geek out on? You know, oh, totally oh lose shit. your shit on. Can we get to how Steppenwolf fucking dies? Oh, we can. Oh, we can. <laughs> Violence! That poor oh, bastard. Wait, wait, wait. I like the fact that they went all MMA. Superman goes all MMA and ground and pounds him first. That was so cool. And then, and then, and then, Aquaman does his thing. And then he stabs him. He shish kebabs him until Wonder Woman finally cuts his fucking head off. That was, that so was cool. glorious. And that, 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 that was so glorious. That, that scene, when, when Wonder Woman cuts his head off, if you notice, they used that, that shot for, for Whedon's cut, but they repurposed it. I mean, Whedon repurposed it where she jumps off of a wall she, and then she cuts something. She just literally cuts the, the frozen axe 
in Wiedenskot. It was so boring. I didn't even get to that part in Wiedenskot yeah. anymore. <laughs> no, because when, when I when I saw that, I was like, oh, that's a that's that's an interesting use of that shot, and it's used better. Yeah, no, but, that okay, was so, so badass though, and what, you know, okay. just me being happy that Wonder Woman got that Prob- last badass shot. Yeah. Pro- okay. Here, one more thing was like probably. Probably one of the reasons why I like the Flash in this movie bet way better, or you know, Zack Snyder did justice in the Flash way better than Whedon did, was because his role in the final se- in the final confrontation was so pivotal. And then we mentioned earlier that the Flash was in tune with his superpowers, and then he actually had rules that he refused to break. But in this case, he broke those rules. He turned back time. That was so fucking cool. That entire sequence that he did. And another thing I appreciated about the Flash here was you you see him take a hit at a very important moment. Like, you know, when Cyborg and the Flash are actually timing that box thing and him like running in, in the speed of like gener- generating enough energy and he takes a hit. It, it just adds more tension or excitement and it also gave way for us to discover that whole time turning kind of like thing. Yeah. yeah which cool. could possibly will it be in Flashpoint? It, I think it is the basis of I Flashpoint. I think it would be. I mean it, it, okay. it is the that's cool, the basis cool, cool, cool. of Flashpoint. Then good setup. Mm-hmm. But the other there were more there were other things that were more subtle in in Snide, like the subtle differences like certain lines like especially when in the Whedon cut where Cyborg I mean Aquaman was falling and then Cyborg catches him. Cyborg in Whedon's cut says the ride's not over. Which is like, sobrang badui. Uh, what Snyder, what Cyborg said in, in Snyder's cut was actually, you're welcome. Which, you know, Aquaman responds to as, wala lang. Like, sub- well, like subtle differences like those made, you know, like, it sounded less tacky. It was just more, it's just more fun to watch. It's just more natural. It's badui kasi yung kay Whedon. Or just maybe being biased because I'm hating on Whedon right now. <laughs> How about you, Misha? Any like, oh shit moments that were, oh shit for you? (laughs) No, no, what I was going to say was that I appreciated these glimpses that we got of an alternate future, or an alternate present, sorry, where Darkseid had taken over the world and turned Superman evil and Lois Lane had died. Those things are very cool because I think they showed them in the trailers that Jared Leto is actually here reprising his role as the Joker. Which is cool. cool. But honestly, I really think all that crap had to go, should have been after the credits. Because that was jarring. They should have let this movie's story end before introducing the possibility of another one. Because now it just looks like they have unfinished business. Mm-hmm. And it was mm-hmm. weird because they had just saved the day. You know, the flash had turned back time with his Superman ending. There was there was already some sense of closure. They already introduced some new characters. They 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 were all <laughs> friends true, at the end of it. Buffy. And even, priorities. <laughs> but yeah, and then all of a sudden, okay, no, we're not done yet. There's this. And you're like how huh. How how they ended it was how they would end a Game of Thrones episode. Yeah, so, but if you put it uh, after the credits, there's essentially no obligation kind of to follow it up yeah. because it's something that exists outside the main narrative. But uh, you yep. put it on before the credits, it's part of the movie. Now it's something you have to pick up yeah. on later. But And it, it was so annoying. The placement was just pretty annoying because, you know, like as Mai put it, it was really jarring. I was like, what am I watching? Right? Why am I all of a sudden in this 
brown toned scenery. And or it something. didn't help that, you know, it didn't help that it was so obvious that Leto was against a green screen and so was Ben Affleck because all of a sudden they weren't interacting with any of the other characters who were there like five seconds before. And to make it worse, it's like Snyder just turned his camera on and let Leto do whatever the hell he wanted because he just kept rambling and rambling and rambling. <laughs> and like, all right, we get it. You're pushing Batman's buttons. Get over it. But it just wouldn't stop. I, I well, think it was I think it was effective. I think the tension between them was kind of cool. It just, to be honest, this is the Joker I was looking for in David Suicide Ayer's Squad. Suicide Squad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this fine. this whole this whole menacing, you know, trolling kind of like a Joker that we never really got enough screen time for. And then because he was never a juggaloo, that's why. Yeah. Yeah. But damage. I just I was looking for some I was looking for some big maniacal laugh like Joker usually does, but that never really came out. So unfortunately. And it, then and then yeah. Snyder Snyder just becomes Edge Lord Otwer with a I'll fucking kill you. F bomb F bomb Batman I remember messaging you guys, ooh, Batman dropped the F bomb. <laughs> I ooh, Superheroes would never do that. I I don't know. Leto's Joker, nice to see him. But it further reinforces the argument that there is no way in hell this would have been the movie we'd have gotten in 2017, even if Snyder had not stepped away. This is something he added as a victory lap. This yeah. is yep. this is a middle finger to the studio. Yeah. You know, this is something like, he did uh-huh. just because he could. Yeah. And it's like Fuck you. Good luck trying to follow this up without me. Or, yeah, exactly. Or good yep. luck, you know, the fans are going to crucify you again till you bring, you know, 10 football fields worth of money to my house <laughs> to make another one of these. And say sorry. Except this time, because this time <laughs> I'm totally going to charge. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. that felt like a victory lap. And it also, unfortunately, cements the importance of Amber Heard in the future. Maybe we can recast her. You know, no, no. Somebody without a British accent. I don't know. I don't know. It's just like it's like oh, Amber Heard hasn't been official yet. I know, but just like seeing her in the epilogue for me was like, oh no, this is gonna be harder to recast her. Then it's just one more reason not to, I guess, Mm. not to recast her. But you know, we you all know how we feel about Amber (laughs) Heard. We'll see. We'll see. As a general public, I don't know for how we feel. I'm but. genuinely interested to see where Warner Brothers takes this. I think that they're waiting to see what the reaction will be before they make any announcements or decisions. Because right now, the DC universe—it's not a universe. It's 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 a multiverse, which is fine. Yeah. But it's just so incredibly fragmented now. You know, they're gonna have. You got Ben Affleck as Batman here. You're going to have Twilight Dude as Batman in his own movie. You have Michael Keaton as Batman in Flashpoint. You know, you have two Jokers now with. You have um, two Jokers with, um, with with Jared Leto and Joaquin (coughs) Phoenix, and also have Chuck and The Rock. You also have Chuck and The Rock in Black (laughs) Adam. Doesn't 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 Chuck. In the same universe as Superman, he is. He is. Well, at least his torso, but yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> his torso. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I know what you That's mean. That's true, though. Just his torso. <laughs> that torso looked chunkier too. I, so maybe honestly, that may be a different the, Superman. The, the, the hey, fun. maybe he put on some weight. Don't judge him. The fun K-5. of 
having multiple superheroes running around the same universe is that they can meet up every now and then. They can team up. They can team up. Like in the Justice then. League, maybe. But the, the thing is, like, the Arrowverse shows, right? They started out as different universes because the studio wasn't sure if people would, uh, would want to would see buy into a team it, up yeah. between the characters the way that they would in the cinemas for Marvel movies. But slowly but surely, every year... The Arrowverse shows would have their annual crossovers until they would just get bigger and bigger and bigger until they said, you know what? They just dropped the whole multiverse concept altogether and merged all their universes into one. Because it turned out, guess what? People like seeing superheroes interact with each other and have continuity and actions have consequences across storylines. And that's something that the Arrowverse did. That's something that, uh, that they're still doing. That's something that the MCU is still doing. I would love to see a DC cinematic universe that does that. Same, Not one where same. they all exist in vacuums. Same. They need their own Warner Brothers needs their own Kevin Feige who just who doesn't direct, who just oversees everything. Just to make sure that, you know, people don't yeah. have accents and lose them all of a sudden. Yep. <laughs> or, you know, That's true. Again, she addressed it. Fair enough. Well, to be fair, when she's angry, it comes back. <laughs> so, yeah, basically, that, that that's me, to be perfectly honest. I, I would love to see a coherent DC universe. And maybe maybe Flashpoint will be the way they do that. Maybe they, you can use Flashpoint to consolidate everything. I don't know. Yeah. To be, yeah, I, I am on the same page with Misha right there. As a longtime comic book fan, as a, as a superhero fan, and watching how, sorry, it's just really hard not to compare what Marvel and DC, but you know, you, you you can be a fan of both. I'm a fan of both. It's just, it's I don't know if it's so much to ask for Warner Brothers, you know, to get their shit together <laughs> and to you know plan. get somebody to just oversee everything, not necessarily direct, but you know, be the architect of some sort, right? I mean, like you know, just having somebody keeping track of things if nothing else. Yep, you exactly. Know? Just you're just be the overseer of, of the DCEU. I mean, well, Viber group setup lang yan, guys. <laughs> Come on. I feel this is a good start and hopefully they just like go with this momentum with or without Zack Snyder, but yeah. as long as they're consistent, they're concise, it's a, it's a good not it's not supposed to be a good start. It's so it's already supposed to be probably like end of a phase of some sort. But they can still, you know, work on it. Well, I guess so. But you know, like, looking at the reactions never of you know, looking at our reactions and what we've been seeing online, the the response has been surprisingly solid. So mm-hmm. hopefully, hopefully, it lights a fire under the right people. Um, yeah. to get the ball rolling again on this yep, universe yep. because so, it's a shame. Now that we've yeah. seen how big it can go, it seems weird to just not continue with what MJ said, the momentum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we'll see. You know, you know, you know, a lot of these decisions are based on money. That's true. <laughs> so So we need more people to sign up for HBO Go and HBO Max to justify yep. this thing. Yep. They gotta yep. make back their 70 mil. Yep. And go do it, guys. <laughs> go sign up. Okay, the last big question. Despite everything we said, loving it and hating it, love-hate for Zack Snyder, as we mentioned, would you recommend all four fucking hours <laughs> of Zack Snyder's Justice League? I would 100% say yes. 
I mean, it is a treat. If you are not a fan of the 2017 one, it's fine. Watch this. It's a different movie. You know, it, it, it's got all the quirks of a superhero movie in a, you know, that you know. Um, and it's, you know, it's got its flashy points as well. So it, it's it's a treat to watch. You see it for the, the director's original vision. You see it for, you know, what's what's great about it is that it's its own version of what a superhero should be. A superhero universe should be in a movie. That is, you know, it has its own identity. It's so pushed itself so far away from from the other studio, which is why I would heavily recommend this movie. Fair but enough. find yourself, you know, find yourself a day where you're not doing anything because it's four fucking hours long. <laughs> <laughs> important. Important. Very player. important. Yes. For me, you, I still have fundamental story issues and character issues with it. But something cool that happens in this movie is that um, unlike, say, something like Sucker Punch, where the story gets left behind in favor of the visuals, is that Snyder actually takes the time here in Justice League to give a context, to give background to everything that's happening. Um, it gets a little frenetic um, in some of the action scenes, like, for example, the Transformers movies have a tendency to. But unlike those movies here, it's always clear why they're doing the things that they're doing. And I am glad to have seen it. And I honestly, I, I agree with Andro in that I would recommend that people give it a chance. Especially mm-hmm. if they were burned by what came out in 2017. Or especially if Batman versus Superman made them give up all hope for the world. Because this mm-hmm. shows us how grand and how epic and how expansive that the DC cinematic universe could have been. And what? it's a shame that it only exists now in the format of a what if. Because that's what this yeah. is. This is a what if. Like it or not, right. the official version of Justice League is still the crap that came out in 2017. Shit, what we need right. is What we need is content that picks up where this thing leaves off. I mm-hmm. don't yes. think Snyder's done with this in his heart. I don't think that the studio will let it sit now that they've seen the reactions to it. I want it to continue. And mm-hmm. hopefully, maybe a lot of the things that I mentioned before, those things can be addressed moving forward. But I think that at the very least, people have to give it a chance. So yeah, I would definitely recommend it. And now you have that great last word moment that I don't know how to follow up on. <laughs> <laughs> this is like soul flip-flop. But okay, yeah. Um, how do I follow up to that? That was brilliant. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was you, a good ending. Have- you Jeez! First, now I know have, how it feels. <laughs> you you first have to run like the flash so you can turn back time and go first. Yep. God damn it. Okay. Flippity floppity, flippity floppity. I'm gonna flip flop it real wide. Plastic this jellyfish. Okay. <laughs> 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 well, okay. I guess simply put, yes, I would recommend it if you have four fucking hours to spare. <laughs> I say that with a little hint of bitterness with all the time it spent. But yes, if you want a better version of the 2017 movie, yes, go see it. And like Misha, don't get me wrong, it's not perfect. It's not as life-changing as it was douchily set up to be (laughs) with a hallelujah and all the freaking trailers that came before this. But it's the right direction for the DCEU in the future. And it opened up a lot of possibilities for a lot more epic stories. So if you have that kind of hope for whatever this universe holds, then yeah, go watch it. Just, I guess, take a pee break in those 
Title sort cards. of useless. Use use those chapters like they should be used for pee breaks, but not really like defining certain <laughs> parts of the movie. Nakakatawa <laughs> 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 Like, okay, there was that post that I saw. It would have it recommended a break every time you saw two title cards. Every second title card you see, take a break. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. They actually had to come up with a, with a guy. Or after the last part, take a long break before the fucking epilogue so you don't get so fucking confused. That is true. Yeah. Like, have dinner. Like, go make yourself a sandwich. Go to the bathroom. <laughs> or do a lot of things in between the last part and the fucking epilogue. Just so you have that headspace of, oh yes, this fast forwards to the future of evil Superman and what shit happens in, in between. Or is it an alternate? I don't know. Because we it- don't know. Ask the auteur what he plans. I can't believe we dropped auteur for Zack Snyder. I know. The what the hell? I can't believe we our first mention of the word auteur was for Zack Snyder. I mean, like unironically. Kind of, yeah, I mean, unironically. Exactly, right? Yeah, I think we have some film professors to apologize to now. And that ends our long discussion on a very long movie. (laughs) Once again, thank you to Warner Brothers for giving us the opportunity to watch um, Zack Snyder's Justice League in advance. We are super duper grateful. And um, you guys listening can tell us what you want to hear from us next. We have a Facebook group, Saboteurs. We like movies. We... um, can ask your opinion there. Tell us what you agree or don't agree with. Tell us some stupid random stuff about movies you want. Send us some stupid memes. Stupid, stupid memes. memes. We love our stupid <laughs> memes. And <laughs> clearly, clearly, we yes, love we our do. stupid memes. And um, there's also Instagram at sub underscore auteurs. And uh, we will see you next time. I'm putting an unnecessary slow-mo just like the movie did. But anyway, I'm MJ. I'm Misha. <laughs> and I'm Anjo. And goodbye. Okay. Bye-bye now.